better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. I want to talk about retirement. Now, this episode, it was inspired by a Facebook post by one of our colleagues on a different group, and she was asking people about their thoughts about retirement and expressing some of the general worries that tend to go along when we start thinking about retirement. Now, the comments in the comment section, they ranged. They ranged from feelings of fear about not having enough, uh, fear to working until they die, and some comments were, I can't fucking wait. So can't fucking wait to get out of this. One person even admitted to having an app on her phone, counting down the days and hours until she could quit acupuncture and peace out to live her life on the beach. Now, I have a bit of a different take on the idea of retirement. And I came to this different take by first asking myself, what is retirement? The idea of retirement, as we, as we all know it, typically, is working while saving up enough money so that eventually you no longer have to work when you're around 60, 65 years old. And this current idea of retirement is a relatively new concept and has become a bit of a construct. Now, the idea of working until the end has come to be seen as some sort of life failure. And in retirement, and I'm using quotation fingers right now, retirement has created enormous pressure and fear for people to reach a certain monetary goal within a certain time frame, or else they're going to end up eating cat food in their old age. And it's, it's created a construct that we, a damaging construct, that we have to slog for most of our lives so that we can finally start living once we reach the arbitrary age of 65. Now, I used to live in this mindset, pre-blowing up my life, which will be another podcast, I'm sure. But pre-blowing up my life, I lived in this, in this mindset. And it wasn't until my sister almost dying from a medical error that I reevaluated everything in my life. And from that, I made the conscious decision to enjoy the journey of my life instead of spending my life fretting about the destination that I made up in my head. So the conclusions I've come to is that retirement is a mindset. It's something that you decide. It's not a number. It doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with money. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm already retired. I'm, oh, by the way, I'm 45 years old, in case anybody wants to know. And I feel like I'm already retired. 
I'm doing what I want to do at any given time and I make money to support it. And part of this decision included deciding what really is important in my life. And as a result, I eliminated so much of what I thought was a priority. And I ended up adjusting my lifestyle to be more simple. And it's created a life of relative ease. So I do contribute. Um, I do contribute to retirement savings because taking advantage of compounding interest is really a no-brainer. And it will be nice to have an additional stash to draw from when I'm older. But what this has done is put me in a position where anything more that I do to crank up my income or my productivity is more for experimental fun. And I get to learn something like new and cool. And it turns out that working from a space of I want to do this versus I have to do this has led to a much more fulfilling life. So, Michael, I know you also share a similar sentiment when it comes to the idea of retirement. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when we think of retirement, we think of finally not doing the things that we don't want to do and doing only what we do want to do, whether it's, you know, being on the golf course or, or whatever our passions might be. It's just this arbitrary idea that at 65, if I've done my job well, I've done a whole bunch of stuff for decades that I hate or don't want to do, hopefully put away enough money and now I can do all the things I want to do. Well, I think for me, it actually took a very similar scenario to Rebecca. My mom was very sick and I had a chance to reprioritize everything that was really important to me. And I remember very clearly sitting um, at my parents' house one summer and thinking to myself, huh, things can turn on a dime really fast. And I've never been someone who's played by the rules anyway, but it was an opportunity to reassess where I was in life. And I remember asking myself, what do I really want? What uh, is the most important to me? And I remember I wrote it down on a piece of paper and it was time. Time was the single most important thing. And I knew that I didn't want to spend time doing things I didn't want to do. And that probably coincided with maybe around the time I first read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, which also put in my in my consciousness this idea that um, retirement is something that you're really just doing all the time if you're enjoying what you're doing. And I realized if I could just reorient my life slightly, that I would basically be doing my passion all the time uh, And that would basically allow me to sort of sail into a retirement at the ripe old age of, I don't know, 35 years old. So that was kind of my my intro into that idea of of doing things that way and not setting the idea of retirement in some future date. Right. And if any of you I actually have a uh, something here from the Mental Health Foundation They say that one in five of present day retirees experiences depression. So this idea that you'll work all your life to finally kick back your heels and be happy. Well, not according to the statistics. Um, And this is where the danger of when you, I mean, another podcast, I'm sure another episode coming up, but when you start making your work, your life, this is what happens with a lot of retirees. We've seen it in, um, you know, friends, parents and whatnot that have retired. They, they retire and then they don't even know what to do with themselves. 
because their whole life, their whole purpose has been surrounded by their work. So it was like this, I'm slogging to get out of work and now I'm done with work and what the hell is my life? Like, what's the purpose of my life? So like, this is why I say, you know, retirement is, it's a mindset. Yeah. And it's the ultimate arrival fallacy if you buy into the traditional version of it, because can you imagine delaying decades of your life? Like I said before, when people just do things they hate for decades and then they think that they will arrive at some point where they'll finally be happy and their life can be theirs. And it's like, yo, wake up. I mean, if the pandemic showed us anything, it's how fast things can turn. But on a positive spin, it showed us just how much opportunity we have vis-a-vis technology and how we don't have to do things the way that we've always done things. I think a lot of people woke up to that. I think a lot more people are waking up to that. Um, But there's probably still, you know, nearly a century of the mindset that's still really deeply ingrained in us that we have to do this thing before we get to do the thing that we really want to do. And as Gen Xers ourselves, we're seeing this in our parents. Certainly Mm -hmm. as, as the boomers retire and are getting older, they are the epitome of that model. And it's a whole other discussion for a whole other time, but you're seeing um, tremendous amounts of selfishness amongst an aging population that finally was like, I put my whole life on delay for this time and I'll be damned if I'm not going to do exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. So that's a whole other discussion, but it's fascinating. Right. Pandemic be damned, right? (laughs) At times. (laughs) So, you know, this is, so in terms of, you know, what to do, this is just you know, there is not necessarily a one specific piece of advice other than to just take a step back, look at your life and really ask yourself, are you enjoying this journey or are you building your practice to eventually escape? And in that space, the, the, you know, questioning wh- why you feel like you need to escape your life right now versus, you know, you don't want to, you know, you can get to the end. Like I said, you know, retirement doesn't necessarily mean happiness, you know, so to look back and, and, and say that perhaps you've just missed your entire life <laughs> for this arbitrary destination that you created. And you've heard it said, you know, to build a life that you don't want or need a vacation from. Right. And that's always an interesting notion to, to think it over. And so if you're practicing and you really love it, that's something that you can do forever. If you ask yourself, you know, I mean, we're in a unique position as physicians of any kind, uh, you care for people and you get into it because you care for people. And that's not something that you necessarily easily age out of. It's something that, I mean, my pediatrician, I, I learned later on my pediatrician, he practiced until he was 90 and he, he just loved it. He went to work every day and he loved it. And I think that if the work that you do is exactly what you would do, whether you needed the money or not, that's exactly what lets you know you're in the right place. Right. And working, you know, what we do with TCM Hub, you know, it's not to say that, like, I love every minute of every day. Of course, with any type of work, there's stuff you just don't want to have to do, but you have to do it. But overall, the grand scheme is this has been an extremely fulfilling project. And it is something that I feel like we could do happily forever in one capacity or another. Gets me out of bed every morning. 
Yeah. I know that there's something that we have to work on. There's there's some wrong out there that we have to right. And yeah. I think if that's your motivation, then you're always going to be happy regardless of, you know, the ups and downs. I mean, you make it through the bulls and the bears. If you have passion that's driving you and if you're being driven by money, it's it's just not going to work. You're not going to be happy. And for me, at least, this was, you know, having been in practice, I cannot say that I felt this level of fulfillment or satisfaction in practice than I have here. I understand that I had to go through practice. There was a time where I loved practicing, but eventually it kind of shifted and that happens. We pivot in our lives and our careers. But I look back at my level of satisfaction and passion in practice and compare it to where I am now. And there's just, there's even, there's no comparison, which, you know, makes, validates my decision to have stopped practicing in the first place. So, yeah. I feel the same way. Um, I really loved practicing and I really loved practicing herbal medicine, but it wasn't until I got in front of my first audience and taught for the first time that I really felt the fulfillment that people talk about who actually have a life purpose that they know that they're on the right path and this is just what they're born to do. When I taught the first time, I, I knew immediately that that's all I wanted to do, that teaching was something that just lit me up and I love doing it and I love doing it much more than practicing. And so it's like everything has seasons. I had a season of practice and now I'm really getting into my stride in my season of teaching. So I'm you, retired you, because of that. And you don't have an app on your phone to count down the days until you don't have to do it anymore, do you? <laughs> no, I plan to teach pretty much until uh, I have no breath left in me. <laughs> That's great. So just to wrap it up, you know, like I said before, taking a step back and take a look, like, are you enjoying this journey, the, the journey that you've created? And like I said, it doesn't have to be every minute of every day, but if in the overall, are, is this fulfilling? Or are you trying to escape it? These are really important questions. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.